Welcome to Out of the Box with Christine, the podcast for conscious folk. I am your host, Christine Blasdale. This program is intended to bring you a fresh perspective on this thing we call life. And in each and every episode, we're going to dive into the topics that matter most with lively conversations on issues such as business, health, wealth, love, and transformational healing, all with the goal of creating a better world and becoming a happier human being. I will be your tour guide on this epic adventure, and as we embark on this journey, our ultimate goal is going to be one of transformation to our highest potential. And now, let's get out of the box. everyone. Welcome back to Out of the Box with Christine. I'm your host, Christine Blasdale. And wow, uh, I am so happy that you're tuning in today because we're going to be talking about how we can <laughs> really keep our well-being, our positivity, our immune system um, up as much as we can in a time when there's a lot of fear and stress and also how entrepreneurs can switch and revamp and reinvent themselves. That's what I'm all about. That's what I'm teaching all my clients. And so I have a very special guest joining us today. Michelle Kanon is a successful... Hi. Hi. <laughs> she's a successful wellness multipreneur. I love that title. Um, she's a speaker, community builder, and expert in well-being through neuro-linguistic programming, one of my favorite things on the planet. She also uh, is an expert in communication and somatic therapy. She is an activist and media personality advocating for healthier emotional dynamics for women in business. Yes. And at home, Michelle's expertise has been featured on the Wall Street Journal, Business Insider, NASDAQ's on deck thrive global abc news and many many more outlets uh, michelle and her husband dan also co-founded city wellness collective a community of exceptional practitioners dedicated to the business of healing and i just want to welcome you officially michelle to out of the box with christine thank you so much for for joining us today christine thank you so much for having me it's great to talk to you and what a great time, eh? <laughs> uh, great is one way of describing it, yes. <laughs> what an important time right now. So um, why don't I, I like to let our listeners know a little bit about the background of all the master teachers that I have on. And um, let's just go to the point of talking about how you became who you are today and what got you interested in helping, especially women. I love that, um, especially women. But where did you come from in order to get to where you are today? Where did I come from? That's a great question. My parents used to ask me that when I was a rebellious teenager. Where did you come from? <laughs> right. Um, well, I am the daughter of um, of refugees. Uh, I'm the firstborn American in my family, and so I've been blazing uh, a trail um, uh, in in my life and sort of like rebelling against the status quo in my family and the way that um, we learned that things should be um, ever since that I could remember. But back to that point, um, my parents as refugees, they came from a communist country in a place with very limited opportunity. Um, and they were uh, business owners and entrepreneurs my whole life. So I grew up in a very entrepreneurial family. Also, my husband grew up in a very entrepreneurial family. So we saw blueprinted for us the possibility of what you could build when you're determined and when you have vision. Um, and so um, as I was growing up, I sort of like did the things that everyone said you need to do to be successful. But then I got to a point where I was just like, you know what, this, this doesn't really feel good for me. Like I can buy all the things that I want to buy. And I'm following like, 
the path, right? The American dream, all that kind of stuff. But I'm just, I'm not feeling good. I'm getting these hits of success, but I keep needing more and more like something inside isn't right. And that led me on this whole journey to really get um, clear and focus on what it is that I want and to create it in the world and then to um, uplift others alongside with me because it feels good to do it with other people. It does, doesn't it? And it's, um, it really, I, I think it's a, a mission of many of us um, on the planet at this time to uplift mm -hmm. others. And when you uplift others, obviously it's a win-win-win situation because you feel, you feel amazing and opportunities open up for you as well. Yeah, I, I learned early on that um, that like when you have a problem, when you have an issue, you're never the only one. There's always other people that are going through something similar. And so that's always been the inspiration for how I build my businesses and how I create my offerings. So learning myself and then passing on that knowledge and those resources to other people, that's the best way to do it. And what do you explain to our listeners and our viewers what it is that you offer your your clients, the people that come to you? What is your like superpower? <laughs> oh, what's my superpower? My superpower yeah. is always seeing the opportunity and the possibility no matter what's going on. Um, so women hire me usually because they're stuck with something. Either they know what they want or they just feel really trapped where they are and they know that it isn't working. And I help them to um, excavate themselves from that place of being a victim victim or feeling like things are happening to them or you know why me to that place of like okay this is what I want and I'm clear on my vision for how I want it to be and showing them how they can basically just get out of their own way to get there because so many of our problems are self-perpetuated or or they're they're those automatic reactions that we have to problems or issues that keep arising in our lives. So I can't say life is always peachy, especially right now. There's obviously a global pandemic happening and, uh, yeah. and the economy is shutting down every single day. But how we respond and react to those situations, that's totally in our control. And it's our responsibility if we want to have um, the life that, that we envision for ourselves. And so much, I, I know with my experience with uh, master teachers of NLP, which is Neuro Linguistic Programming, and we'll get, well, I'll ask you if you can sort of explain that in a nutshell to mm -hmm. our, our listeners, because it's a long sounding word. NLP is shorter, but they're like, what does that mean? Um, exactly. But my, my understanding is, is that, so we think we, most people think that we're the conscious Christine and the conscious Michelle, like this is who we are, and I'm going to grab my coffee and drink it and I'm going to make my decisions in life based on conscious Christine. I'm 50 something years old and I've been through these experiences and I want to be successful. So I'm going to do these things. Chop, 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 chop. But my understanding is that the subconscious mind is really running a lot of the show and I don't know what percentage it is of our life, but I think believe it's a lot. So our subconscious mind is sort of running in the background, right? Like the software program on our computers. And mm -hmm. that is really running our lives. And that's what you tap into, right? With people uh, talking directly yeah. to their subconscious. Yeah. So I'm trained in quite a few different modalities. And one of them is being um, an NLP practitioner. And NLP is, uh, was developed in the 70s, around the same time that um, people were figuring out computer programming language. So that's a very apt comparison that you just brought up. And the belief there is that um, our, our thoughts and our beliefs are, are programmed. Um, from the moment that we're born, we're being imprinted all the time by our family, by our experiences, by other people's reactions, by society. And so if we can be 
programmed, right, or imprinted, then we can be reprogrammed if we so choose. So being very clear and intentional about what you desire and holding a vision for what that looks like is the first step. And then um, accessing resources and tools like speaking to your subconscious mind um, is a very powerful way for you to alter reality, so to speak, and change that imprinting so that you can start to create that new blueprint or I think of like grooves in a record, you know, when you play the same song over and over, you got to kick the needle out. If, uh, if people still remember. What records yes. I, I remember records. <laughs> vinyl. I love vinyl. Yeah. Yeah. We're cool. We're hipsters. Vinyl. Yeah. That's what we'll call it. Yes, vinyl. So, um, so again, it's like up to us. Right. And so, um, you know, the scientific uh, percentages, you're right. It's a lot, a lot of our, um, <laughs> of our lives are being dictated by our subconscious, right? We're not conscious all the time, but you can tap into what's going on um, below the surface. Uh, and through doing that with like an NLP practitioner or an expert that can help you see, uh, you have the opportunity to make it different. And a lot of times why we don't see is because it's actually really painful to realize like, well, I'm actually, I'm responsible. I'm creating all this struggle in my life, you know, but, but confronting that is, is the beginning of allowing it to change. Well, and when you realize too, that the subconscious mind is really in control, that also makes a lot of sense that when, when you're in, well, when you're in business, when you're in relationships, when you're triggered by something, how you react, um, if you're working off of that subconscious mind, which is that little kid who maybe uh, as a child was told, you know, you'll never amount to anything, you're dumb, um, you know, you're not worthy of this or that, or and it could just be even one little kid on the playground who said something and made fun of you and laughed at what you were wearing, that can sit inside of you so that when you are 50 something years old and somebody, there's an opportunity for you, what's playing is not like, I need to grab that opportunity and the possibilities are endless because I can create anything with a giving tree, right? I can create anything. But if the subconscious mind is going, yeah, but you know, that little kid on the schoolyard who was being bullied or being um, uh, laughed at, that can affect our decision and hold us back in relationships and hold us back in business. So what you're doing is is absolutely necessary. And I'm, I'm so grateful that you're out there in the world to help people do this. So, um, yeah. so, so in a typical session with a client, what do you go through that or do you first go over their goals and the things that they want and then take them through an NLP session? Um, so because I'm trained in quite a few different modalities, I've been um, working with clients for about a decade now. Um, I really get to um, be fluid with how I'm working with each individual. And what I'm focused on right now, um, especially in light of what's going on with a lot of us, most of us being quarantined with our families, <laughs> if we're lucky with our families, um, is I'm really helping women use their um, romantic relationships, their committed ro relationships as um, an opportunity for spiritual growth and change. Oh. So now that we're stuck, you say, ah, but it doesn't look like that in real life, right? Like now we're basically stuck with our partners and all of the stuff that we were um, able to um, avoid or skip around because we had like our to-do list or we were at work all day long or we're just like busy. We're now gym. we're all like, <laughs> yeah, whatever excuses we had before, now we're yeah. in it. We're rubbing up against each other and not in the sexy way necessarily. A lot of us are like <laughs> under a lot of stress now, like the, we're snapping at each other, like the yeah. little things are pissing us off. And what most people think is like, we're fighting, things aren't good, like let's keep the peace. But actually those moments 
are all opportunities for us to um, connect even deeper and to heal our own inner wounds, right? That's the opportunity there because those moments when we snap, that's what when people say I, I was triggered like those are triggering moments for us and the reason that we become triggered is because something inside of us there's a wound inside of us that got like rubbed raw in that moment right. and our automatic reaction is of protection or of pushing away or anything that we can do as a coping mechanism not to feel that anymore mm-hmm. but when we do that we shut down, right? And when we shut down, we actually create distance between ourselves and our partner, but also with ourselves too. Like we're trying to avoid something inside of us that we don't want to feel, not realizing that that's the opportunity right there that we can heal a trauma, which could be, like you said, as old as when we were like kids on the playground to really anytime, like trauma is happening now, like with you know, everybody freaking out and being stressed out and like, and the fear of death and realizing that like, actually, we have zero control of like what's going on in the world. Like a lot of traumatic events are happening now and trauma is getting cemented now in the collective subconscious, but in our own subconscious, but it's all an opportunity, right? Like if something triggers you and bothers you, I always say that's the flag for you to realize like, hey, there's gold here. Like we can, we can work on this and really like bring some healing or some real peace or some real joy or opportunity there. And so in a session, that's always what I am um, working on with my clients is they're bringing those tough moments and I'm helping them not only see a different perspective, but actually work through the trigger and the trauma, which so that they can realize that like actually now they're really safe and they have the resources that they need to overcome it, where maybe in the past they didn't. So they had to have those kinds of um, reactions, which felt like life or death in that moment. And they needed to like really stabilize themselves. So, um, yeah. Well, and and in relationships, you know, in in the old days of being able to be free and (laughs) and leave the house, you could, Mm. if you got into an argument or disagreement or you got triggered, you know, the thing would be like, you know, I'm out of here. I'm going to go. I need to go. You know, we don't have that right now. You can, I mean, you can go to the other end of the house if you wanted to. If you're lucky, if you have one, yeah. the other end of the house. We, we would be able to also put up that, that heart wall, right? We'd be able to put up that defense mechanism. And now this is actually, it is, it's an opportunity for us to really heal because we are, we are in close quarters, but also that that relationship, if it's a spouse or significant other, that's a mirror in many respects to Mm. us, right? Mm. Yes. Yes. Sometimes we don't like looking in that mirror. mirror. (laughs) No, 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 no. And, And people can have the misconception, right? That like, if we're fighting, or if we see that ugliness in our partner, that something is wrong. But remember, like, whatever is bothering you about your partner, it's actually what's really bothering you about yourself. And that is your opportunity, right? Like I always say, like, if you're jealous of somebody else, you could either waste your energy hating on that other person, or you could really take a look at like what it is that you really see and desire in that jealousy and then start working on it in yourself. You know, right. so there's always that kind of opportunity. So you might want to really nag your partner now, like, cause they didn't do the dishes or because they like left their socks in the middle of the living room floor again, or, you know, you, so you can put all your energy on them and push them and try to get them to change and which we know never works. You can't force anybody <laughs> right. to change. So that's your opportunity, right? It, it, it doesn't feel as good as, as like, you know, all over the other person, but to, you know, really use that mirror and go on yourself and be like, Hey, like, what's going on here? What's really bothering me? What's, what's in my heart? You know, what, what is unresolved that I've been 
avoiding that I can really work through now and, and actually get new energy from um, instead of just repeating that same old pattern with the same old results over and over again. And so, so with the situation right now where, um, well, first of all, everybody has enough time on their hands to talk to you because you're stuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, so right now, are you taking um, appointments with, with individuals who are going through things or couples or, or is it both a little mixture of both? So actually, I prefer to work with um, with the wives. That's what I say. <laughs> so I actually have um, a group, a private Facebook group. It's free. It's called the Quarantine Wives Club. <laughs> which love I just it. Opened a few days ago. So you can search on Facebook. It's hashtag Quarantine Wives Club. We'll put it and, in the show um, here. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and really, what I'm doing is I'm inviting um, women that are in long term relationships that. Are, are struggling, right? And it doesn't have to be because you're on the brink of divorce. It could be maybe you're like not having the sex that you want to have, or, you know, you're just like busy with the day-to-day -day, like dynamics of just running a household and there's no um, like passion or there's no deep connection that you want, or, or, or you find yourself like being agitated instead of like feeling how you want to feel in your relationship, whatever it is, you know, I'm really inviting women that are seeing those struggles and issues to really take the opportunity um, to themselves and, and do the inner work that they need to do in order to start to um, create that ripple effect in their lives and in their partner's lives. And it's so, so important taking that kind of personal responsibility because sure, we can bring in the partner, but remember like when you're the one that's feeling the struggle, when you're the one that's feeling the issue, the onus is on you to start making that change, not to convince the other person that they need to get on board, not to push them to get into therapy with you. Like the minute that you're dissatisfied, unhappy, want it to be different, that's your opportunity there to get out of victim mode, to get out of blaming on somebody else and to do something different. And it can often be so simple <laughs> once you put your ego aside <laughs> and once yes. you decide to drop the resentment. And that's why with every client that I work with, I always love to start with this question is, is it more important for you to be right? Or is it more important for you to be in love? And if your priority, if you're ready to make the priority about being in love and prioritizing love, then we can make anything happen. But if you're going to sit and just be focused on winning the argument, winning. or right. you know, you know, then you're making that that kind of competition and you're never going to have the relationship that you want because there's always going to be a loser. <laughs> oh, that's so true. And what, and, and what a great teaching model, you know, so many um, of us are, we are, we're at home, not only with our partners, but with our children and mm -hmm. how you interact as a couple is, is showing them what to seek in a relationship, how, what, what is love, what is a healthy relationship. And if you're just shutting down and putting up your, your walls or you're blaming each other um, for certain things or nagging about, you know, you don't do this, you don't do that. You're really right. teaching your kids that that's how you, that's how you communicate in a relationship. And right. so it's great to be a teacher as well. Um, I think to teach by example is always the best thing instead of saying, do this, do that, do this, do that. It's, um, it's the only way. It's the only way. And, and, you know, you're so right. Like we have um, a 16 month old baby and that's really when I had my come to Jesus moment when I realized like, what was I doing? What was I perpetuating in our family dynamic? And how was that imprinting on her? Like, cause she's learning about the world through watching us. 
both watching our actions, but also feeling our energy too. You know, oh, there's yeah. like what you do and what you say, but then there's also how you feel. So taking responsibility for your emotions, how you handle yourself, like how you process things, like do you allow yourself to feel? How do you react when you have different feelings? Like our kids and our loved ones too are watching how we act. And so whatever change we want to see in the world, like we have to be that change. And, and that's what that looks like is deciding like, again, going back to what's the vision for my relationship and am I showing up in a way consistently that is helping to build that vision or am I working against it? And, and once I started to see it that way, and once I started to ask myself that question about, you know, do, is love really my priority here? that's when I realized, like, I had to, you know, kick my ego out the door, you know, like, it's not important for me to win the argument. It's not important for me to prove why um, my husband needs to believe me or listen to me or why things have to be a certain way. Like, am I going to drag him and his energy and take his attention and priority away from him being his best just so that he can acquiesce to me? Like, no, I had to make a decision to stop doing that. And, and, so many incredible, beautiful things have happened in our marriage since I, since I made that change. And I never even had to ask him to do anything different. Because you made the change because you did, you made the shift, which is so important. And as, and as you know, with those little ones <clears throat> that are around us, well, even if you have teenagers, the same thing, because they pick <laughs> up on everything. But from the year, you know, from zero to seven, seven or eight years old, they are being imprinted. That is their programming. Their programming on how to deal um, with conflict, um, how to deal with resources, how you handle yourself in a, in a sticky situation under pressure. They are all downloading those programs that are going to be in the subconscious mind when they're 30 yes. and 40 years old, you know? Yes. So yes. Um, that is such a Save them the powerful. work. Yeah. <laughs> Save them the therapy. <laughs> look, I mean, look, all of our kids are going to be in therapy or do their own person. You know, everyone's going to go on their own journey, you know? Yes. Um, but it's, I think that's when we really become like empowered adults is when we realize how much ownership we can have about like what life looks like and feels like for us and how responsible we can be for, you know, creating the life that we want for ourselves. So, you know, again, my family is, you know, from a, a communist country, like, we didn't talk about feelings when I was a kid, like, we were, you know, trying to survive, like trying to like make it in a, in a new country, you know, you can learn this at any time. So anybody that feels like they're too old, or they went through too much trauma in the past, or whatever, it's just, it's simply not true, if you decide that you want to make it different. And I think this is like some of the most important work that we do, or we can do as human beings in this time, not only in this time of, you know, everything going around. I don't even like to, to use the word. Let's just say things have just kind of changed a little. Things are different. Yeah, things sure. are different. Yes, <laughs> things are different. But the, the, this kind of work is so powerful because also, um, well, and it's my personal belief, it doesn't have to be everybody else's, but the, um, the programs that we carry in our subconscious and the traumas uh, that we've experienced or the triggers that we react to from the trauma, I believe is, and I've spoken to a number of master teachers as well, and they, they sort of wrap their head around this too, and it, it, it can be a little difficult at times. But we're not just healing from our own childhood wounds because we are, um, uh, we are a combination, right, of our mother, our father, our grandfather mm -hmm. and grandmother, and back, 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 back. So mm -hmm. all of those things that they have gone through, 
the depression, war, famine, you name it. Going back, you know, six, seven generations, we carry a little bit of that seed within us. And so, you know, sometimes people will go, I don't know why I had such a ter terrifying fear of XYZ. And I've never had that. I've, I've never experienced that before. I, I don't have any reason legitimately to be afraid of this situation. But I do believe that we carry little bits and pieces of our ancestors, uh, the things that they've gone through. And I've done some amazing work with, um, oh, what's his name? Dr. Uh, Brad Nelson, who, mm -hmm. uh, if you're familiar with his work, um, he, he's done some amazing the mind-body code uh, type uh, connections. And he's worked with um, some wonderful people who are African-American, um, very successful in this timeline. But their relatives, their, their ancestors, I mean, for hundreds of years, there was slavery. And so they're not only healing for themselves and what they're going through now, but they're actually healing and helping heal those wounds that happened to Absolutely. their ancestors, which is huge. I just got goosebumps. Oh, I got goosebumps on my legs. <laughs> Listen, you know, it's, it's um, when you think about it that way, it just really connects you to all of the people that came before you um, that struggled, that fought hard, that did what they needed to do so that you could be here. So to do this work, it's not only for yourself and for your children or your family today, but it's also an honor and reverence for everything that everyone in your lineage went through before and all the opportunities that they didn't have. You know, we are so, no matter what's going on in the world, we are so blessed and so fortunate. Anyone that's listening to um, this conversation right now, you have access to these ideas, to these resources, to these tools. Um, and so doing that work for yourself is, is, is doing a service to, to your lineage. Oh, so well said. And we're in a time with technology too, where I can be in Australia, right? And you can be, you're in New York. I'm Are you in New, New York? York? That's right. Yeah. So mm -hmm. you're in New York. Uh, it's a different day. It's a different time. <laughs> and we can have this amazing conversation. And then now our listeners and our viewers can take this information and share it with people that they know are going to be impacted by it and that need it. So I want to thank you so much. Let's, before we, um, cause I know, you, I know you've, you've got a super busy schedule. Um, but before we wrap up, why don't you let our, our viewers and listeners know how they can get in touch with you and of course, give out your website and all that good stuff so that people can, um, can reach you. Sure. So if you're um, a woman that really wants to feel differently in your life and in your relationship, especially, or if you're a man that's in um, a relationship with um, a woman that um, you, you wish that she would have like a different kind of experience in your relationship, um, you can find me very easily on Facebook, which you search hashtag quarantine wives club, um, or my website is Michelle Kanan, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-K-E-I. NAN.com. And really what I'm here to do is to help women turn their relationships into a spiritual container for growth and change because everyone deserves to have the life that they want and to feel the way that they want to feel. And your relationship is that opportunity. You can have the kind of experience that you want. You just have to get clear on um, how you want to feel and what you want it to look like. And then you have all the tools 
inside of you. You have everything that you need, all the inner resources inside of you. So I use a combination of neuro-linguistic programming, which is all about reprogramming your mind, uh, feminine communication skills, so accessing your feminine uh, energy, um, as well as somatic therapy and releasing, so the power of your body to change those patterns and, the, and those reactions that you think are automatic, but actually they were just programmed inside of you as a response, so you can make them totally different. Um, so yeah, I'd be really, really happy and um, inspired to work with any woman that wants to have a different kind of life because you can. And so we can do oh, it together. I love that. I love that. And you're perfect for out of the box with Christine because it's all about thinking outside of the box and changing our lives for the better. So I want to thank you so much, Michelle, for joining us today. And uh, folks, if you've enjoyed this again, please share this, uh, the YouTube video, share it with family and friends. It's the easiest way to do it. Check her out uh, on Facebook. It's Quarantine Wives Club. It's such a great name. <laughs> Good we're on you. We're stuck, man. We're, we're in it together. We, get, we can get through it together. Exactly. And I do, I recommend people get in touch with you, especially um, women who are, well, listen, let's just put it this way. Yeah, you have a lot of time on your hands and make good use of it, right? Yeah, make ourselves, exactly. let's, let's make ourselves better, not only for the people that we love in, in relationships. Um, I want to be the best wife I can be to my wife, but yeah. also for our kids and more importantly for the world. Right now, we need really, instead of staying in that spiral of fear and uh, desperateness and anxiety and panic, we need to lift our planet up and lift each other up. And we do that by working on ourselves and working this on is, our, yeah. This is the, the couple's retreat that you never knew yeah. that you needed or wanted. You're, you're in it now, so you get to make it the experience that you want it to be. <laughs> exactly. And, and we don't have to jump on a plane, but we do have to order wine. We have to have somebody <laughs> deliver us wine because we're in self-isolation right now. We need <laughs> If anybody needs to send us wine, we like Pinot Grigio. So just saying. Okay. Michelle, thank you so much again. I really appreciate uh, you being on Thanks, the show. Christine. And will you come back again too? When you got anything that's coming up, you can just, just let us know and we'll get you back on the yeah. show. Such a pleasure. Such a pleasure. Thank you. All right. Namaste, Michelle. Thank you so much. And thank you, wonderful listeners. You, there's so much more coming at you because we've got a lot of programs uh, to help you get through these times. So make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel. There's a fly. Australia is full of flies. There's always a fly around. Okay. I'm going to go uh, ask the fly to leave. Thanks again, Michelle. Bye-bye. Well, that wraps up another edition of Out of the Box with Christine, the podcast for conscious folk. And it has been an absolute honor being with you today. For more information on this program, please visit outoftheboxwithchristine.com. And if you'd like to book a private coaching session on how to expand your business or how to create your own podcast, feel free to contact me directly at christineblasdale.com. That's christineblasdale.com. I would love to to help you navigate this journey called life. Until then, remember as always to think outside that damn box. Bye for now.